Hello, welcome, good evening, <laughs> welcome to Intentional Now podcast, an engaging workshop discussion on change and purpose and redefining what we say yes to. Hello, good evening, hello, breathe in, breathe out, long day, yes, long day. Hello, I'm Kristen Wombach, I am a spiritual entrepreneur. <laughs> chasing Super Bowl dreams. Yes, I'm doing the work. <laughs> I have all my stuff here. I have the recording here and the the video here and the microphone here. <laughs> yes, doing the work to communicate. Yes, and I'm asking a whole lot of questions and I'm getting life done. Done? The life that we were meant to live, the life that I was meant to live together. Yes, let's do this. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's been a long day. I've been preparing this all day. And now here we are. It's what time at night? 8.46 p.m. at night on a Thursday Yes, I always put things together on Thursdays. I like Thursdays. They're a good podcast day, right? So, OMG, we have moved over from 2021 into 2022. Can you believe it? A new year. So, Happy New Year. <laughs> Last week's New Year's Eve episode was so fun, and it was filled with fabulous motivation. And if you can see my picture here, <laughs> I have a new setup my kids got me for Christmas. I have a whole new podcast arm that reaches across my desk and a new microphone and one of those spit shields. <laughs> I got that for Christmas. And so you are hearing it live. Yes, I've heard it a couple of times and it sounds better. It kind of uh, it kind of dials down a little bit of the ticking of my voice. Yes, I listen to those things and I try often to improve. So last year's New Year's Eve episode was so fun and filled with motivation. If you haven't heard it yet, hurry on over to episode 37 because today we started a new season. So I want to welcome our brand new listeners and thank you also so much to my regular listeners from far and wide USA. Get Are you ready for the list? It's getting like massive. USA, China, Ireland, the United Kingdom, France, welcome, Australia, Colombia, Russia, India, and our newest listening country, welcome, Canada. We are starting season three this evening and continuing to unpack the unfinished book, chapter 13, <laughs> Crowns for Casting. All right. So just a heads up, this is a note-taking, thinking kind of podcast. Yeah, we ask some very serious questions here and we actually listen to hear the answers and to chew them over, mull them over, look for the deepest truth in those answers. So I got a couple of ways for you to listen this evening. 
You can listen all the way through, sit back and soak it in and just receive. Perfect. Or you can download it and then listen a second time with the ability to take notes because, yep, you're going to want to take notes. So listening twice is really beneficial. And for those of you who would like a PDF copy of my notes, yep, my notes, they are available to all my patron subscribers. Patron subscribers. Yep, I can say that. What does that include? Early release episodes, complete episode notes, exclusive episodes, annual swag. What swag? It's it's branded stuff that I've made for you so we can celebrate together. And for those ready to take a deep dive, I invite you to join in for Coaching for Life 2022. You are right on time. You're not too late. This is something that we are going to be doing continuously with many, many other bonuses included. So, and to help you stay connected, you know me, I always put direct links for highlighted information that I'm talking about in the description. So you can find them there. I can even tell when you guys link into them. Yep. Good stuff here. So before I share with you today's episode takeaways, I would like to make mention that this is, let's just set the scene here and I'm going to make mention of an overwhelming amount of people I know who are walking in a very difficult place. I personally have some issues that were not resolved over the course of last year's, which what has led me into today's proceedings. That's why I'm here. That's why we're talking about shifting now is because of the things that I personally am pressing on to break through. So I would like to say that the Lord, he's most definitely listening. Well, he's more than listening. He is looking for our cooperation to deal with issues. And he is more than aware of our burdens in our life. People are struggling with health issues, marriages, and families. They're suffering. And our dreams for the future are being challenged. Yep. But I want to say here, and I'm decreeing God is on the throne and I'm his kid and any unnecessary strife has got to be dealt with. Amen. So yesterday I began a lengthy court case. Yes, in the courts of heaven. I have spoken about them before. When I felt like I had concluded with all the accusations presented to me, I dealt with what the enemy had in his hand against me. I finished my asking for forgiveness. I repented. I asked Jesus if there was anything else. And I proceeded to ask the father for a judgment. That's what you do in a court case, which of course is always in my favor because of the blood of Jesus. Oh, I love the power of repentance. And then I waited. I waited to encounter and experience his decision and his judgment. It is good to come before a righteous judge. And I waited. 
I did feel peace in my spirit and a sensing, hmm, I was finished for the day. And this brought me to its conclusion. I have been asked to include you. That's why I was not able to get a judgment. So humbly, I share this very personal, it's personable, personal between me and it's personal to you. This personal means of an ascension prayer with you today. So today's takeaways for this episode is continuing on our journey inside chapter 13, A Crown for Casting. We are literally literally going to shift now, this evening, as I have permission from the Lord to invite you into an active ascension or court case within the courts of heaven. Our shift is going to open the gateways of hope, gratitude, and change. (laughs) We need some change out there. Amen. It's going to remove walls that have kept us from restoration, well-being, prosperity, favor, blessing, intimacy of relationship with God and with man. Uh, I'm ready. (laughs) I'm ready. Are you ready? And yeah, this is totally live. I know that you are going to have so many questions this evening. So, do you remember? What do I always say? Mm -hmm, I heard you. Go ask Jesus. (laughs) To accomplish this particular court case in a timely fashion, I'm not going to be teaching in depth. The best place for you to grow and ask questions of me is within the Coaching for Life 2022 itinerary that I've invited you to. Yep, you know where to find it. Okay. (sighs) Breathe in, breathe out. I want to share with you the scripture passage, which my chapter title is totally seated in. A crown for casting. Okay. Revelations 4, 9 through 11. And whenever the living beings would repeat their esteem of his glorious reputation and worth and the inexhaustible goodness of his grace, of the one seated upon the throne, the one whose life spans across the ages. Then the 24 representatives or the 24 elders of the entire co-enthroned, co-seated ecclesia, that is us, would descend from their thrones and prostrate themselves in the awesome presence of him who forever sits enthroned. The one whose life spans all of the ages and they would worship him and they would cast their crowns before the throne and they'd say, Our Lord, our God, you are worthy to take the glory and the honor for the dynamic competence displayed in every detail of creation. Yes, everything owns their existence to your resolve and for your pleasure. We were created. Everything owes their existence to your resolve and for your pleasure. 
we were created. With special notes in Colossians 1.16, everything that is, everything that begins in him, whether in heavenly realms or upon the earth, whether it's visible or invisible, every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms or governments, principalities or jurisdictions, all things were created by him for him. John 1, 3, and all things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Good stuff. I read that, and that is from the Mere Study Bible, Francis Dutoy. I will put a link in for you. So you can see where we are going, and it's powerful. I can just feel an anticipation of the power and the excitement of sharing this with you. So if you would join me, we will begin with a prayer. Holy Spirit, I ask for your help and that your presence would fill in between the lines, that you would comfort, you would answer our questions in the deepest recesses of our lives. Father God, absolutely nothing will happen outside of your permission and plan for our lives. We are totally protected within your strong arm and surrounded by your angels. Every ear within the sound of my voice is authorized by you to participate and their name written for all of heaven to bear witness. Kristen is a legal representative called by heaven and has authority and permission to walk to your throne to acquire a shift now in the issues I bring before your throne. I bring them, or to say you bring them. The responsibility is mine or yours The responsibility is yours to participate, to respond, and to agree. You bring them. You do the bringing. (sighs) I will trust in the Lord with all my heart. And I will lean not into my own understanding in all my ways. I will acknowledge you and you will direct my paths. I'm not going to be wise in my own eyes. I will fear the Lord and I will depart from evil. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. (laughs) Can you feel it? I can. The energy is changing. Father, you are a righteous and a merciful judge. You always judge to life. Absolutely always. You always judge for my good, for my well-being, and my benefit, for our benefit. Jesus, you are our mediator. Your sacrifice and your blood is our representative. I am already forgiven. I am employing your blood to remove any hindrances and increase my personal transformation. Holy Spirit, 
Oh, you are our counselor, our healer, our teacher, our comfort. I give you permission to touch me. We give you permission to touch us. And we will believe what you show us. Amen. Good. That was powerful. Amen. Okay. Here we go. And I'm going to read um, a small portion from chapter 13. For those of you who have the unfinished book right there, just a reminder that you can order it anywhere online. It's easy to find at your local retailer. So I'm going to be reading from page 162 in a paperback. It's a little different if you're reading it on Kindle, but it is quite available in any kind of EPUB that you might want to read from. So this is a crown for casting. These are from my journal notes. This is from a time right when I got my very first iPad. And I was able to tag my notes and tag the different words, which allowed me searching capabilities. I thought I would search and count how many times the Lord has spent focused time with me in regards to my crown. A way to measure the importance of the identity he desires for me to walk in. So I searched 66 times over a three-year span. How long I've owned my iPad. That's 22 times a year Father brings up the subject matter of my royalty. So, We were living and I was living through the seasons of the watchmaker's room. A transformation process had already begun. So if you didn't happen to listen to any of the episodes having to do with the watchmaker's room, I just encourage you to hustle back over there and hear them. So I began to work on a series of spirit, soul, and body gateways. Mm Mm-hmm. See Psalms 24. And I'd asked the Lord if they were open, if they were open, if they were closed, if they were hindered. If closed, I sought what was blocking the access. We want the frequency, the sound, the energy, the flow, the presence, the wholeness of God to have complete flow and movement in our spirit, in our soul, in our body, complete flow and access. Amen. So in heaven with your spiritual senses activated, growing and practicing, you actually can perceive gates or doors or access points. So this is the time that we just put our cap of imagination on. Okay. (laughs) The crown of repentance. Now remember all of these are live. So everything in heaven is living. So at any time, you are more than welcome to anchor your imagination on the scene that I'm describing. And then just believe God, believe Jesus. If your imagination is showing you something different, always go with Jesus and just 
believe him. A crown of repentance. I began with the gateways of hope, worship, and revelation. I asked Jesus to show me my gateway of hope. It looks like a simple door, and it was sealed with a black substance like tar. And using the language of scripture is invaluable and living. So because he used the word picture of tar, I immediately could jump into scripture and unpack what he was talking to me about in the types and the shadows. Yes, he always uses his words. So tar is equal to atonement and judgment. Ooh, yep, I said, yikes. So God was sharing with me that hope had been deferred through unresolved issues and reoccurring problems. Now you can see why we're here today. The timing of exactly right here in this chapter, in this book, and the issues and the needs that I talked about with friends and family and and my listeners, yes, and they all concluded, and here we are today. So yes, this is on the Father's heart. And that is what we're touching today. (laughs) My next little chapter. Is anybody married out there? (laughs) Do we as spouses make repetitive mistakes? Do we break promises? Leave our internal and external junk laying around just a few years too long. (laughs) So my hope belief system had been damaged along the way. I asked for forgiveness for my part of the mess and forgiven for my honey for his. It's, you know, it's the repetitive stuff. Ugh, that shakes hope, right? The stuff that just keeps reoccurring and happening. We can hear the conversation between Peter and Jesus on how many times we are to forgive one another. Forgiveness is not conditional to whether the other person ever acknowledges the injury or the wrong. Yep, I'm going to say that again. Forgiveness is not conditional to whether the other person ever acknowledges the injury or the wrong. (laughs) And saying sorry and repentance, they aren't in the same sentence. Saying sorry takes a person off the hook of responsibility. They just say sorry, but forgiveness equals repentance, which implements the responsibility to remove the hook that we all got off on in the first place. Uh, Yep, I'm going to read that again. (laughs) It's ministering to me. Sorry and repentance aren't in the same sentence. Saying sorry takes me off the hook of responsibility. See, there's no responsibility to say, oh, sorry. But forgiveness and repentance which implements the responsibility to remove the hook that we all got off on in the first place. So repentance, 
Forgiveness actually takes the responsibility of yourself and you say, okay, I am going to take responsibility for my actions and the outcomes and how I responded. I'm going to be responsible to clean up the mess. So hope in its purest form is feeling what is wanted can be achieved. It can be received. That's hope in its purest form. So how did Jesus remove the tar from my gateway of hope? He used his crown, the crown of thorns that sat on his head to heal my head and my mind and my will and my emotions. So yes, I saw Jesus and he was standing next to me and he took off his crown of thorns and he sliced open the tar that was blocking and making the door inaccessible of my gateway of hope. (laughs) So this particular door is open And let me share with you what I'm seeing in the spirit. You may use your imagination again and anchor yourself to this spiritual picture. But just a reminder, your spiritual picture might look different than mine. And that's perfectly okay. You always follow Jesus because we're different people. We both We each have a different library of remembrances that Jesus pulls from to remind us to get a point across, to talk to us, to speak to us. So just simply believe what he shows you. And if it just is this little snippet that goes across your mind, your mind's eye comes up in your heart, just take a little jot. No, write it down and just say, Jesus um, I saw this, or Jesus, I felt this, or Jesus, um, why am I thinking about this? And that's all you have to do. That's how you practice and you train yourself in your senses to communicate and hear and listen to the voice of God. Okay? We're going to step in. We are stepped in. We're we're seated in heavenly places, but I'm going to lead you in. So I invite you to come along. So we open a pair of double doors and enter into a large round amphitheater. There are balconies upon balconies filled with the cloud of witnesses And if you take a moment to actually look at their faces, you will recognize some of them. Before us is a judge's bench, and Father God, he's seated on it. And to the right, Jesus is standing as the mediator. We honor this court. We honor this room and all who have come to witness on our behalf. And we approach the branch. Oh, I can feel that. That's tender. So, Father, I bring myself and my listeners before your throne with our petitions in hands, our needs, our issues, our burdens, and we hand them to the angel, Balaf. 
And now I look to Jesus because I'm following him and he is the orchestrator of our faith, right? So Jesus, what issue would you like us to address first? Fear. Fear of separation, negative fear of God, fear of being misled, fear of distance, fear of tomorrow, fear of death, fear of the unknown, fear of retribution, fear of sickness, fear of lack, fear of brokenness, fear of pain and suffering. So I pause for a moment to allow you to confess a fear that Jesus may bring to your attention. Just add it in to the list. This is, uh, we're doing this together, right? We're in this place. We're standing before his throne of justice together. Father, We ask for forgiveness for partnering with fear and all its cohorts. Father, we forgive those who have made us afraid. We forgive them and ask that you would do the same. I'm going to wait there. Yeah, I'm going to say that one more time. Father God, we forgive those who have made us afraid. We forgive them and we ask that you would do the same. Right there, we just allowed Jesus Christ in us to give forgiveness. We asked on their behalf. We nail all of these accounts, all of these accusations, on the cross of Christ. We break agreement with them and we declare ourselves free. <laughs> God, you have given us provision. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear or timidity. We're not shy. No, but of power, of love, and a sound mind. So we recover our sound mind, and we recover our power, and we receive afresh and anew your love. Jesus, what would you like us to address next? Unforgiveness. (laughs) Father, I ask for forgiveness for partnering my choice, all my little hidden things for partnering with unforgiveness, bitterness, and hate. I ask that you would forgive me. Thank you for forgiving me. Jesus, I ask that you would bring names of individuals across our mind, my mind, your mind. They are that I have not forgiven. And if Jesus brought anybody to your attention, 
I ask that you just place their name in the pause. Father, I forgive. Father, I forgive. Father, I forgive myself. I didn't have that one down. Ooh. I release them from my punishments and judgments. Ooh. I release myself from my own punishments and judgments. I hand every name to Jesus Christ. I release myself from the feelings and the emotions that have been imprisoned from me holding on to unforgiveness. And I receive my freedom. <laughs> Ooh, I feel that. It's good stuff. So Jesus, what would you like to set me free from next? Us free from next. All those dis words. Disappointment, which includes <laughs> deferment, disheartenment, dissatisfaction, dishonor, failure, disaster, fiasco, calamity, a letdown, a flop, a catastrophe, a blunder, a mistake, a misadventure, a setback, an obstacle, a downfall, a barrier, a blunder, a difficulty, a glitch, a hindrance, an impasse, a drawback, an adversity, a hitch or a blow, a complication, an encumbrance, a hiccup, a hurdle, an impediment, a misfortune, a holdup, a hardship, a problem, an issue, an error, oh, a bafflement, a block, a mishap, a disadvantage, a slip-up, a holdup, a stumbling block, a stroke of bad luck, a hang-up, a monkey wrench, a kick in the teeth, a bit of trouble, oh, regret and distress and disillusionment, despondency, despair, sadness, depression, gloominess, unhappiness, sorrow, discomfort, weariness, heavy-heartedness, a low spirit, and dissatisfaction. <laughs> You may add others. Many of these have built a wall between your goodwill for me, God. Many of them have totally built a wall between me and you. I address each one of them as an enemy. Matthew 5.25 When you are on your way to court with your adversary, Settle your defenses quickly. Settle them quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge and who will hand you over to an officer and you will be thrown into prison. This is what we're doing today. We want to settle this account today, Father. I ask for forgiveness for my part. <laughs> Even if it's as thin as a hair, I'm guilty. 
I ask for forgiveness for partnering with the enemy in all his names. Forgive me. I take all the names listed here and all the names they partner with and I nail them to the cross of Christ. I break agreement with them and the power that they've had over me and the power that they've had to build any matter of a wall or a hindrance. I break that agreement. I take the name of Jesus And I pull out every unauthorized name and I place his name, his personhood, and I fill my heart with what is transpired and what is changed. Hmm. I just put Jesus in there. I filled that space, didn't I? Well, I feel like that is the conclusion for our court case today. (laughs) You have access to my notes inside of Patron to use as a tool. These are tools for further court cases in your life. (laughs) In my book, there's just court cases and tools, activations. It's there for you. This isn't a secret. This is just a learning. It's, it's a learning. So let's, fi- let's finish this here. So Father God, we take these proceedings and the issues that were given to the bailiff. Remember those things that are needs and burdens and errors and stuff and we gave them to the bailiff? So Father, we ask right now, that you search our hearts like you did for King David. Search my heart, oh God. And Lord, I give you this moment to ask for forgiveness if anything else, he brings anything else to mind, anything. Search my heart, God. We're standing before a wonderful, holy, righteous, loving God. Father, I ask for forgiveness for allowing these things to sway my joy and for being in a bad mood, for crabbiness and taking it out on my family and my spouse. I ask for your forgiveness. Yeah, those were extra notes he snuck into mine. Feel your heart. It feels clean. It feels good. It feels clear. (laughs) I love this stuff. Father, I ask that you would judge my heart, that you would judge our hearts. Isn't that good? There ain't nothing there. That's so good. There ain't nothing there. (laughs) It feels so good to stand before a righteous and powerful God. And you don't feel anything there except for his love and acceptance. 
So, Father, I ask that you would judge mine enemy, judge my enemies. Do you feel that switch? Ooh. And, Father, I thank you for your judgment and your rule. And, Father, I ask that justice be rendered. And, Father, I ask for a shift now. This is a legal document in heaven. Father, we take this judgment and we hand it to Edward in the court of scribes for recording. Father, we take this judgment and hand it to our angels for assignment to move on our behalf and restore, revise, open the floodgates of hope and freedom, restore all manner of resources that have been hindered in the heavens and on the earth, in our bodies, for our minds, and within our families. And Father, <laughs> we give you praise. We thank you for your righteous judgment. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. I give you praise. <laughs> and I think that reading the scripture again that we started with is an adequate praise, right? Revelations 4, 9 through 11. Whenever the living beings would repeat their esteem of glorious reputation and worth and the inexhaustible goodness of the grace of the one seated upon the throne to the one whose life spans across all and every age. Then the 24 elders of the entire co-enthroned, co-seated ecclesia, that's us, we descend from our thrones and prostrate ourselves in the awesome presence of him who forever sits enthroned, the one who life spans forever of the ages. And we worship him and we cast our crowns before the throne saying, our Lord, our God, you are worthy to take the glory and the honor for the dynamic competence displayed in every detail of all creation. Yes, everything owes their existence to your resolve and for your pleasure. We were created. We were created. We were created. Everything that is and begins in him, whether in the heavenly realm or upon the earth, visible or invisible, every order of justice and every level of authority, be it kingdoms or governments, principalities or jurisdictions, all things were created by him and for him. All things were made by him and without him was nothing or anything made that was made. Yes. Now, <sighs> let's have communion. We're going to transfer, right? So you can have communion in the spirit. You could put it on pause and go grab some elements. We take the bread 
and the body together. And we're applying everything that's happened here today because this has happened in heaven and now we've done it together and we're taking communion to record it on the earth. And we apply his body to our body and we apply his blood to our blood and we apply his thoughts to our thoughts, his purposes to our plans and his provision to our need, his increase to our today, to our tomorrow, and to our year. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> amen and amen. <laughs> God is good. Thank you so much. If you have any questions or comments, it's so easy to find me. You can go to my website. You can find me on Instagram. You can go and uh, find me in Patreon. Uh, you can make a comment on the podcast questions, answers, praises, healings, miracles, increase, peace, and harmony. Oh, we all want to hear about it. Every country and every nation, we want to hear about it. The report of the Lord is yes, yes, and amen. <laughs> I know. It's going to take me a bit to wind down tonight and go to bed. God, you are good. I thank you, God, for removing the wall. I give you praise. And I bid you, my dear listener, a very peaceful night's sleep. <laughs> and make sure you have a pen and paper next to your bed for your dreams. <laughs> and I want to hear them. <laughs> I love you lots. And ah, this is good. Deep. And it's so good. I will talk to you again very soon. Bye now. <laughs>